All right, hey guys, Shane here. Welcome to Pursuing Jesus Podcast. This is episode 23. We're going to be going into a series on the spiritual gifts. We're going to kick it off with healing. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I know we took 11 days off of the podcast, but we've been pretty busy around here, been dealing with some stuff with our family, and now we're ready to get back into it. I'm excited for this. This spiritual gift series is going to be under 10 minutes for the next several days. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, you follow along so that you don't miss it, and you turn on notifications, hit the bell so that you don't miss when we upload an episode. Quickly, I want to thank you for listening, and I want to invite you to partner with us. Everything we do is free, and it is sponsored by generous donors like the team that we have. Right now with the podcast, we have 29 donors that are giving around $5 a month, and we're asking for 100 donors to consider giving just $5 a month or 25 people to consider giving $20 a month, whatever the Lord leads you. But really, the the donations are what help us be able to do these events. You know, I'm putting on a conference later in the year in September, and we're paying for it out of pocket. And so when you give to us, that is the kind of things you're giving to. You free us up to be able to do things like this and all of the other digital ministry we do, as well as in-person events. I've never charged for an event, and I won't. And so I pray that you would consider a small gift of $5 a month for our ministry so that we can reach more people with the gospel. And of course, make sure you follow us on the different platforms. So let's talk about healing. We're going to make this quick. You know, if if we're going to talk about God's will to heal, we already know it is. And there is an episode I did that was pretty long and extensive on why I believe it is always God's will to heal. So we're not getting into the will to heal. This is the practical. How do we pray for the sick? How do we heal the sick? What do I need to say? What do I need to do? I'm going to break it down and make it really easy for you. But I want you to understand biblically You have the authority as a Christian to heal the sick. We are commissioned by Jesus to do this. Mark 16, 18, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Uh, The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise them up. Uh, Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, you know, uh, preach the gospel freely you've received, freely give. This is the great commission. As the Father sends me, I'm sending you, Jesus said. He said, I give you all authority over unclean spirits. Many people who were healed were also delivered of unclean spirits. And we'll talk about deliverance tomorrow. Um, Jesus healed all of the sick everywhere he went. He healed all the sick. He cast out all the unclean spirits. So we know it's his will, and we know that he has told us to go and do it. And we have countless Christians who have testimonies of the sick being healed. So we know, guys, we have the thumbs up to pray. The problem is that the laborers are truly few. Many people that I talk to that want to talk about healing and get into the theology of it, they don't even pray for the sick, but they have an opinion on praying for the sick. Listen, I have prayed for thousands of people to be healed, but when I first started, I was brand new, born again, maybe a couple of weeks, and I'm reading my Bible, and I'm reading in there that Jesus is healing the sick and that He's teaching people to heal the sick, his disciples, and he's sending them out. He's given them authority by the Holy Spirit. And I recognize, man, I have that same Holy Spirit. I've been given the same authority. I've been given the same call to love people and show them that God's real and show them the power. You know, he didn't just come in words, but in power and demonstrating miracles and showing that God was had authority over unclean spirits and sickness. And so I'm like, man, I have to do this. And I must have prayed for 500 people, and I never saw it. Many of you have heard my testimony. You know I say this. 
And I said, God, I'm not going to stop praying for the sick. Please come. I need you to start healing people because I'm not going to stop praying. And, and it's looking real silly out there that I'm praying and nothing's happening. And the next guy I prayed for got totally healed in three different areas. It was insane. And it wasn't because of some eloquent prayer. It wasn't because I had a ministry degree. It wasn't because of anything other than I had a heart for God and I had a heart to see him manifest in the way of healing. Now, I, now I will say there was a period of my life where I really ran after the gifts. And of course, I was pursuing God and I was trying to know him the best I know how. But I think there was a time early in my walk with the Lord. You know, I'm still young in it, but I was really zealous for the gifts and the, the further I go with the Lord, the more I realize my zeal is for the giver of the gifts. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all other things will be added to you. So it's important to get your priorities straight. It's important to get your heart in the right position. So we understand, man, I'm running after God with everything I have. And when I encounter something out in the open, I have equity. I have relationship with the Lord. I have not just head knowledge of him, but I have this history to pull on. And I have this authority that I'm walking in, which is being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the authority. The authority you have is the authority of Christ in you. There's no extra or separate authority. Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the authority over sickness. And the more that you die to yourself, you get out of the way, and you allow God to do what he does the more you will see God do what he wants to do. The more that you get in the way or and you let pride get in the picture or maybe you get analytical, then you're out of faith because you're trying to reason or you're trying to understand or all of these different things. Here's the trick. Get alone with God. Pray fast so that you can deny your flesh and you can see God rightly. And when you see God rightly, then you'll be able to pray from a place of faith and it will be amazing what you see. So we have two thumbs up to pray, and we know that this is possible with God. So I'm going to teach you how to pray, tell you a couple testimonies, and you're going to go do it. So this one time, I uh, the Lord spoke to me, and I will talk about hearing from the Lord in another podcast episode. Um, but the Lord spoke to me, told me to go to the mall, and he showed me a picture of a spine that was being corrected. You know, it was like curved, and then I saw a hand come in and correct it. So I knew, okay, there's a spine issue that's going to be healed in the mall. So I went to the mall. I saw a guy in front of the very store that the Lord told me to go to. It was GameStop. And he was walking with a cane, and I just went up to him, and I said, Hey, sir, do you have spinal issues? Is that why you have a cane? And he says, Yes. How do you know? And I said, God told me, he told me to come here. He showed me he was going to heal you. Can I pray for you? And he said, yes. And so this is all I prayed. I said, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that you love this man. I thank you that you paid the price for his life and for his body to be healed. So I command his spine to be healed now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, sometimes, you know, I might have said something like, every issue in the spine, leave every limitation, leave, every bit of pain, get out, go now in Jesus' name, be healed, but keep it short. I prayed something short like that, guess what? He was healed, he was walking out of the mall with his cane over his head, it was amazing, he said all the pain left. Another time I was in the mall with my friend uh, Jacob and Jonah Coyne, we had a word that there was a woman named Emily and she had pins and needles in her arm, and uh we didn't know who she was. We just went to the mall and we were talking to people and we eventually ran into a woman named Emily. 
We said, Emily, do you have pain in your shoulder? And she said, yes. We said, is it like pins and needles? And she's like, how do you know that? And we told her, hey, God told us to come here. Can we pray for you? So she said, sure. We said, God, thank you. In the name of Jesus, we command every bit of this pain, every bit of this injury to leave now in Jesus' name. Shoulder be healed now in Jesus' name. Amen. And then we said, Emily, can you test it out? Can you tell us how it is? And she moved her shoulder around and she started crying. Oh my gosh, she was healed. Another time um, in Nashville, I was praying for a girl who was in a wheelchair. And I said, Father, you love this girl. And I thank you in the name of Jesus that she will come out of this wheelchair right now. I said, every limitation keeping her in this wheelchair, leave. Every bit of paralysis, leave. Every bit of muscular dystrophy, leave. You know, I was just praying as the Lord led me. Um, I didn't think of the word muscular dystrophy. It just came to my mind, and so I said it. I didn't know that she was dealing with that. And so as I'm praying, I could feel the presence of God, and I just felt like, hey, I need to stop praying now. It's done. And so I said, be healed now in Jesus' name. And I said, okay, let's try to walk. And I grabbed her hand, and her mom grabbed the other side, and you know what? She walked, and she ended up pushing that wheelchair out of there, and she's still out of the wheelchair. There was a deaf woman in Detroit I was praying for in front of a group of like 50 people at a crusade event I did. I prayed for her five or six times. Deafness, leave now. Ear be opened for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Nothing happened. Prayed again. Same kind of prayer. Short, just letting God be God. It's not about my prayer. It's just about believing and letting God do it. Well, after five or six times, we didn't see anything happen. And I said, you know what? I'm so sorry. If Jesus was here, I know you would be healed. I want to be more like him. And so I'm going to go pray and I'm going to be like him so that one day when I pray for someone who's deaf, they'll be healed. And I just thanked her for letting me pray. It's a privilege to pray in the name of Jesus. Well, guess what? She emailed me later that night and said, when I got home, I was laying in bed with my husband. He was reading a book under his lips, and I could hear him reading to himself. She said, my ear had been opened. My deafness had left. Isn't that incredible? Her deafness left later. So one, don't think that God can't do something later. I've seen so many people healed later as they left or when they got home. But I've also seen a lot of people not get healed. And it's important to understand, look at the way that I responded when she wasn't healed. I apologized. I said, man... Thanks for letting me pray. If Jesus had been here in the flesh, you would be healed. And he's given us the privilege to be like him. And so I'm going to keep seeking him so that when I pray, I see more healing. Thank you. God loves you. I never put it on her. It's not her fault that she didn't get healed. I believe that as Christians, we have the great privilege to steward the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And if we don't see something happen, man, let's just go back and pray. Let's just be like Jesus. Last testimony I'll share, there was a deaf boy in Dallas who could not hear from far out of one ear. And this was in front of my whole mission group and a bunch of people. We did a crusade event in Dallas. His mom was calling his name from maybe 10, 15 feet away. He was not responding. I prayed really quickly. I said, ears be opened now in Jesus' name. Every bit of deafness, get out. I command you to leave. I command you to be healed in Jesus' name. Something very simple like that. And then I said, okay, mom, let's test it out again. And she stood back there and she called his name and he turned right around and he said, I can hear. His ears were opened for the glory of God. You see, it's not difficult to pray for the sick. A lot of people are just uncomfortable laying hands on people or even praying without laying hands because they're wondering, what if it doesn't work? 
What if it doesn't work? That's what a lot of people say. If you're thinking that way, you're not in faith. You just go. You tell your flesh to shut up. If your flesh or, or the enemy is speaking to you saying, this isn't going to work, you say, man, Lord, thank you. That's not my thought. I totally believe in you. I believe that you want to heal, and I am not going to stop praying for the sick because you did it, and I believe it's your will, and I believe you want to use every believer to do it, including me. You know, the Bible says these signs follow those who believe. doesn't say the minister. doesn't say the pastor. doesn't say the person with a degree. It says, these signs follow the believer. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So, I want you to get out there. I want you to lay your hands on the sick. I want you to pray for people. If you see someone with a cast, ask them, hey, what happened? Oh, you hurt your ankle? Well, can I just pray for you really quick? I believe God wants to heal you. Father, in Jesus' name, I command this ankle to be healed now. Every bit of pain, every limitation, leave in Jesus' name. Amen. And then ask them to test it out. Can you tell a difference? Does it still hurt? Is it better? Can you put weight on it? Whatever. Have them test it. That is so important because we're not just praying to pray. We really believe that God heals, that he will heal, and that's why we're praying. And so we're saying, hey, can you test it out? Do you feel comfortable trying to move it, trying to put weight on it? Does it hurt anymore? Is your headache gone? Does your ear feel better? Whatever you're praying for, have the person test it out. And you know what? I've prayed several times for people and seen them healed on the third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. I'm stubborn. I like to pray. And so I pray that this quick podcast encourages you. Listen, we have the authority and we have the great privilege to pray for the sick in the name of Jesus. He's the one who heals. We just go out and pray the prayer. So get out there and pray the prayer. Hey, I want to encourage you. Share this. Share this so that more people are getting out there praying for the sick. Like it. You know, uh, give it a review on Amazon or Amazon. I'm thinking of my book, which is next. I'm thinking of Apple or on uh, Spotify. If you want to buy a copy of my book, it's only $10. It's called I Will Always Overcome, and it's a nine-week devotional on how to grow in your faith. Um, there's like 70 reviews or something like that on Amazon. A lot of reviews. All of them are so encouraging. So go read the reviews and think for yourself, should I get this book or not? If you want to know about an incredible Christian university, you need to check out Faith International University. That's faithiu.edu. They're an amazing accredited Bible college. You can get a master's degree, a PhD, or simply a bachelor's degree in many different fields. And the most incredible part of it is that you can go at your own pace. You know, so many of our missionaries are in this program because they can go to class whenever it fits in their schedule and they just have to get their work done by the end of the week. So check out faithiu.edu and click request information. Let them know that I sent you there and my friend John, who's the vice president and dean of students, will get back to you. On September 3rd, we are hosting in a baseball stadium in Frisco, Texas, a national prayer event. You have to come. Go to Gen Z for Jesus for more information. I'm calling on a 1,000 youth and parents from every state. That's 50,000 people. You know, Lou Engel once gathered half a million people at the National Mall for a day of prayer. Can we gather 50,000 to pray and believe for our nation to be changed in Jesus' name? As always, you can find me on Instagram at Shane.Winnings or my new TikTok account is Real Shane Winnings. I started a new one. My old one got tanked at 800,000 followers. Now we're back. I think I'm up to around 4,000. I'm building my way back up. 
I don't care about the number. I care that that's how many people are being reached with the gospel. So I'm excited to grow my new page. Go check it out. And you can check me out on YouTube at Shane Winnings. All right, guys, thank you so much. And I'm going to pray for you now. I just taught you how to pray for healing, but I'm going to pray for you just like every episode we pray for healing. So if you have a need in your body, hover your hand over that area and let me pray right now. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that you love this person. I thank you that your blood that was spilled, God, and your body that was broken, Jesus, healed us. Your word says, by your stripes, by your wounds, we were healed. So I thank you in Jesus' name that this person would be healed right now in their body. Every sickness, every pain, every limitation, go now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time.